Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 69 of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, the first full work week of 2021. It's here on this podcast where we're convinced that, that resilience in the new reality is not simply a good idea. It's required. Well, as I mentioned in the previous episode that released on New Year's Day, if you may remember, I, I said this, the pressure is off. You don't have to try and boil the ocean by tomorrow. I said, just get a few things done by Friday and you'll be fine. I also mentioned in the previous episode that here in 2021, we are adapting. We are being resilient ourselves and we will be releasing fresh content every Tuesday morning. And then on occasion, we will be providing bonus episodes, which include going back into the, the time machine, into the vault of our archives and sharing some of our favorites and our most well-received episodes with you. But we'll definitely be back with you each and every Tuesday moving forward to provide you with fresh content. Well, way back in September, in episode 37, I shared about my new book that released called The Sacred Overlap, Learning to Live Faithfully in the Space Between. I was pretty excited about it. I'm still very excited about it. But here's the very brief premise of the book. We live in a divisive world that attempts to bifurcate everything into an either-or mindset. We've seen and felt this division in our world the last several months, haven't we? But the truth is that life is often a both-and situation, not an either-or. Now, I wrote the book primarily for those who consider themselves to be followers of Jesus in an attempt to answer the question, how do we follow Jesus faithfully? in what I call the sacred overlap, the overlapping space of both and. Now, in the book, I write about and I draw several Venn diagrams. And I must tell you, as I've said before, I'm obsessed with Venn diagrams. We see Venn diagrams all over the place in our world, don't we? Geometry textbooks, the Olympic rings, the symbol of the car company Audi, the MasterCard logo, the biohazard symbol. There's so many places where we see Venn diagrams. How much do I love Venn diagrams? Well, I have a three-set Venn diagram tattooed on my right arm. You know when you draw a Venn diagram, and there's that little football shape, that little football figure where the circles overlap in the middle. Some of you know this. It's called a mandorla, the Italian word for almond, because it resembles its shape. So you have to say it kind of like an Italian, mandorla. Now, Living in the middle of the sacred overlap is crucial for people who are attempting to love God faithfully. But let me be clear, because I'm certain some people will misunderstand what I'm trying to say here. This vision of the overlapped life is not a spineless middle ground of compromise that panders to both sides in order to appease everyone. No, instead, faithfully finding the middle ground, living in the midst of the tension, takes more courage, faith, and hope than ever before. But here's what hit me around the time of the release of this book, that there's a need to live in the overlap, and it isn't just for followers of Jesus. Living in the overlap is important for leaders too. Leaders have to faithfully live in the overlap all the time. It reminds me of something that Andy Stanley wrote. He said, in leadership, there are many times where it is less about solving a problem and more about managing the tension. Let me say that again. As Andy Stanley wrote, in leadership, there are many times where it is less about solving a problem and more about managing the tension. Leadership 
is managing tension. It's about learning to live in the overlap of both and, and not always in the either or line of thinking. So what are some examples you might think? How does the sacred overlap apply to leadership? Well, here are a few examples of that both and reality and how we lead as resilient leaders. And as I share these, I want you to imagine two circles overlapping in a Venn diagram. So on one side, for example, leaders use words, but they also use actions. And when we overlap with words and actions, then we provide trust. All words, no actions, and no actions and no words does not lead to having people trust us more. We need words and actions. Another one is leaders need at times to decide now, but also we need to wait and we need to hear all the facts. In that overlap, it reminds me of Harry Truman, former president of the United States. Someone would come to his desk and say, Mr. President, this is urgent. We need a decision about this. And he'd always say, how much time do I have? Do I have five minutes? Do I have five days? Do I have five hours? Do I have five months? How long do I have? There are times we need to decide now and times where we need to wait until the last possible minute as leaders to make a decision. The next one is sometimes things are urgent and sometimes things are important. Knowing the difference of those is very important and we need to live to manage the tension in the middle of that. As Ron Heifetz and Martin Linsky wrote in their book, Leadership on the Line, they said leadership is disappointing people at a rate they can absorb. So think about that. Trust in one circle, disappointment in the other. That means the overlap, the mandorla, is leadership. There are times we need to build trust, but we also need to disappoint people from time to time, which is really hard for people pleasers. That overlap there is leadership. How about being clear, but also realizing we will be understood? No matter how clear we will be, we will also have people that we lead who will be dis, who will be uh, who will misunderstand us? So we need to find that overlap between being clear, but also understanding we will be misunderstood. The balance between action in one circle and contemplation in the other, acting and doing something, contemplating not doing anything at all. In fact, Richard Rohr has something called the Center for Contemplation and Action. We need both. We need to live in leadership in that sacred overlap of thinking and planning and praying and preparing and journaling and processing, but also taking action. How about listening versus deciding? There are times we need to just listen well and times we say enough listening. We've got to make a decision. How about the public life of a leader in one circle and the private life of a leader? We can't just air all of our dirty laundry. That would be inappropriate to live all publicly. But if we're entirely private and don't share anything about our lives, that's not good. So that mandorla, that overlap between the public life and the private life is appropriate transparency and vulnerability. There are times where in one circle we need to have an agenda and need to be in control and other times where we need to let go of control and have no agenda and to just listen and be present with our people. Managing that tension is really important. And then the patience to let things develop in one circle and the impatience for low standards and no integrity. We've got to know the balance between where to be patient and where we need to be impatient. And then lastly, I think of this quote from Ray Dalio, the billionaire hedge fund manager and founder of Bridgewater Associates. He said, create a culture in which it is okay to make mistakes and unacceptable not to learn from them. 
So in one circle, it's grace for making mistakes. And on the other side, it's unwavering accountability. And when we allow the grace for mistakes and yet have unwavering accountability, we create what he calls a healthy culture. Now, there are many, many more significant postures of leadership overlap that leaders must wrestle with. We have to live in the tension. What are other sacred overlaps that we need to learn to live with in this tension that we talk about? I'd love to hear from you. What are other tensions that you believe we need to manage in the sacred overlap of leadership? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. My information is in the show notes. Well, thanks for joining me today. We'll see you again next week as we explore another valuable concept and how you can grow in resiliency in your leadership. A special thanks to our producer, Joel Limbowen, founder and owner of On A Limb Productions for his great work on this podcast. How are you telling the story of your business, team, church, organization, or nonprofit in creative, compelling, and highly produced ways in this digital age? That's what Joel does. Find out more information by visiting onalimproductions.com. You can also check out the show notes. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, we must learn to be comfortable and live in the tension of the both and in leadership. And realize that leadership is about managing tensions more than it is about solving problems.